It's another day, I'm another John, and this is Another Note. Today's edition of Another Note is titled, How I Read Revelation. And our scripture reference today is taken from Revelation chapter 18, verses 1 through 10. As always, may the Lord add His blessing to the reading and hearing of His Holy Word. Many Christians approach the book of Revelation with a crystal ball-like attitude. In other words, they're looking for connecting dots. One verse should point to some world leader. Another verse anticipates the rise of a future nation. Reading the book that way is understandable. There's an intrigue in doing so. We know it as a book about the end times. And what generation hasn't thought its trials were proof they would see the end? Every passing generation, of course, realizes it was wrong. When I first came to faith, I obsessed with reading Revelation in this manner. That reading filtered how I interpreted the news and what I thought about my purpose in the world. Even the weather reports brought me back to Revelation. I remember one morning dropping my wife off at work. The sun shined as I had never recalled before. As I drove down the street, I was sure the rapture of Jesus had come. No kidding. It wasn't until I came across an outdated lesson that I began to reconsider what I read. This isn't the exact title, but it was something like, Why Jesus Will Return in Ten Years. And it was based on readings from Revelation. The thing is, since the printing of that lesson, ten years had already passed. No Jesus. At first, I let my cynicism do the thinking. Pastors and teachers were using this idea to scare people into believing or to buy their books. Don't worry, I don't judge all people that way anymore. I can handle people reading Revelation through a different lens than I do now. What changed my understanding of Revelation most was learning more about apocalyptic literature. It's an entire genre of writing we're not used to engaging. Revelation is only one example. Now, here's where this makes the most sense to me today. I'm sure I say this every time I teach about the book of Revelation. Forgive me if you're hearing me repeat this. The point of Revelation is not that we win in the end. The point is not even that God wins. The point is that God has already won. I don't read the book to look for end-of-the-world clues. Revelation isn't about the end of the world. It's actually about the end of my world. And your world. When I'm honest, I have to acknowledge how comfortable I am with my world. My world revolves around me and my comfort. In my world, whatever I need to do to take care of myself first is what I'm going to always do. I'm happy to have Jesus in my world, mind you, but the calling I read about in Scripture often seems out of touch even a bit radical. What Revelation reminds me is that I am more willing to take a mark of some beast than I like to admit. 
I can be complacent with those things that spur the ills of the world. Doing anything about what is wrong might require something of me. At the fall of Babylon, God says, And the kings of the earth have committed fornication with her, and the merchants of the earth have grown rich from the power of her luxury. That means I'm literally in bed with the spiritual forces of wickedness. You see, you can read Revelation and try to figure out what world event is going to happen next. I'd rather read Revelation and understand God is showing me how willing I am to turn my back on the Lamb of God. I can't predict world events, but I can repent and turn to God. Stay blessed.